I am professional wrestler Chris Rex, and if you're hearing my voice, that means you're listening to the Bear of Texas podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another edition of Cowboys Talk, the Dallas Cowboys discussion segment of the Bear of Texas podcast. As usual, I am the host, the Bear of Texas, and ladies and gentlemen, it is time to preview this week's game between the Dallas Cowboys and the New York Giants. As you know, for this round, the Cowboys will be traveling to New Jersey because that's actually where the New York Giants actually play. Even though they're in the New York, they're the New York Giants. They play in New Jersey. My boy Ricky, who's a native New Yorker, always kinds of uh, always kind of kindly reminds us of that. But regardless, Cowboys getting ready and uh, a game where you know, as bad as the Giants are, and as supposedly good as the Cowboys are supposed to be. Oh, this game. It's definitely a game that I just want the Cowboys to get it, to get over with. I mean, I kind of want the Cowboys to get the freaking regular season over with because, you know, they really desperately have to to really prepare for the playoffs, you know. Uh, from what I understand, the Cowboys could very well clinch a, pl- a playoff spot this uh, week. Not quite the NFC East yet, but they can certainly qual- they can certainly book their ticket to the playoffs. Obviously, they have to beat the Giants, and from what I understand is that the Tampa Bay Buccaneers have to beat the New Orleans Saints. But as we know, um, during the Bruce Arians era in Tampa Bay, uh, Tampa Bay is 0-5 against New Orleans, but uh, I think this week it's going to change for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. But So Tampa's going to have to do their job. But most importantly, folks, the Dallas Cowboys have to do their jobs. And they have to win. And they have to win effectively and convincingly. That means they have to win good, and they have to actually do their damn job. And I'm talking specifically about the Cowboys' offense. And speaking of the Cowboys' offense, somehow, someway, they are still second in the league in total yards average per game with 409 total yards per game on, on average. The passing game, on the other hand, is still somehow... In the top five, despite the fact that Dak Prescott is, in fact, in a fucking slump. I mean, Prescott probably won't fully admit it. Jerry Jones won't fully admit it. I mean, Prescott admitted he's not playing his best ball. But you know what? Make no mistake. Dak Prescott is in a fucking slump. All right? The truth hurts. Got to get it out there. But moving forward, the Cowboys' rushing game... Somehow still in the top 10, despite the fact that it's been dead for several weeks. An average of 129 rushing yards per game. How interesting. But now we get to the let's, let's take a look at the Giants. The Giants' total offense. How many total yards they average per game? 312, and that puts them near the bottom. That around basically, I would say somewhere between 20 and 25. Look at the count. So the Giants passing game, all right. Giants passing game averages 218 yards passing per yards per game, and finally the rushing. You know, Saquon with Saquon Barkley you know, being back there, the Ru- Giants rushing offense is actually pretty bad. And you know the Cowboys defense you know, with Neville Gallimore, Randy Gregory, Demarcus Lawrence, defense I think is poised to have a good game against the New York Giants. But anything can happen, especially in these NFC East games. Let's talk about the offenses. Now, before we get to the full details about the game, now looking at the defenses, 
All right. Well, the Giants' defense, you know, doesn't appear to be too good at all. The Cowboys' offense is not that much better. Because when we talk about total yards allowed per game, the Giants allow an average of 370 total yards per game, while the Cowboys allow an average of 361 yards per game. Hmm, how interesting. Looking at the passing, the secondary, it's no surprising that Dallas is still, you know, out there. You know, believe it or not, the Dal the Giants secondary actually allows a little a little bit less passing yards uh, than than Dallas does. The Cowboys secondary allows an average of 251 yards per game through the air, and the Giants 245. But now we get to the de defense on the rushing. Rushing defense, more specifically. Well, Dallas allows an average of 110 rushing yards per game, while the Giants allow 125. <sighs> boy, oh boy, oh boy. You know, and I'm a little, you know, this is actually something I, I should mention. The giveaways, surprisingly, you know, Giants actually don't seem to be, you know, giving that having that many uh, giveaways. You know, about 17, while the Cowboys have 18. Let me look at takeaways. Dallas is actually second in the league in takeaways. The Cowboys' defense second in the league in takeaways, while the Giants kind of pinned that back with 19 total. Oh boy! All right. So what do the Dallas Cowboys have coming this week? Well, a lot of people would definitely say that the Cowboys should have no problem with this game. Now, in my case, I can't say that because, as I've been saying for weeks and weeks and weeks, the Cowboys' offense is inconsistent, and make no mistake about it. Again, Dak Prescott's in a slump, therefore the total the offense is, in a, is a mess. I mean, Kellen Moore is still, you know, calling, you know, the ridiculous plays. Dak Prescott is, you know... Either overthrowing or not underthrowing, and sometimes the receivers won't run the routes correctly and they won't catch the ball. That's overall the inconsistency on the offense. And, you know, to make what makes matters worse is that the running game is dead. Tony Pollard, I don't even know if he's going to play this week. Hell, I don't even know if he's going to play at all for the rest of the season. And Zeke Elliott, even though he's insisted that he's fine, about a week or so ago, Ezekiel Elliott did admit that he's uh, not 100%. And then he did say that that he would have to be, quote, dragged off the field, unquote, in order not to play. They did mention today that Zeke Elliott is, is wearing a knee pad. He'll be wearing a knee pad this week against the Giants. The, the fact that Ezekiel Elliott's production has just been horrible lately. You know, I should mention, the last time that Zeke Elliott ran for at least 100 yards was back in October in round one against the Giants, which took place in Arlington. Okay. Now, if Zeke, if Zeke Elliott were to all of a sudden have, have a good game, I'm like, I, I wouldn't know what to say. I mean, I would say, okay, fine, it was against the Giants. But then again, I'm like, well, finally, he at least had a good game, so hopefully he can build on that and do that next, the following week against the Washington football team because that game against the Washington football team, now that is going to be even more difficult than round one because the Washington football team will have several players back, and that includes Montez Sweat along with several other defensive linemen. As far as uh, our defense goes, I'm not too concerned about it. Um, what I've actually been following lately is, well, the question is, who is going to be playing quarterback for the Giants this week? Is it going to be Mike Lennon? 
or is it going to be Daniel Jones? Daniel Jones has missed, I think, about he's probably missed a, a little over two weeks, I think, by now with a with a strained neck injury. As far as the progress goes, uh, all I know is that the Giants are just refusing to put him on the uh, injured reserve. And quite frankly, I think the Giants should put him on injured reserve because at this point, who what do the Giants have to have left to play for anyway? You know, you know, I'm still trying to look to see if there's any updates on, on Daniel Jones. Although uh, two days ago, ESPN released a little statement. I'm actually going to pull it up right now. It's uh, see if he's set to uh, play against the Cowboys or not. So a source of ESPN says that Daniel Jones is actually going to sit sit out this game. So I guess that pro- uh, I guess that's very likely. I mean, it says source, so it's nothing's been confirmed. Although. The opening paragraph, kind of, yeah, the opening paragraph ends up by saying a source told ESPN. So, ba- uh, so I'd imagine, yeah, he's obviously been ruled out. Jones did actually undergo a series of tests on Monday, and he's been, apparently not been cleared. So, according to this, it says that Jones's neck injury is not worse, but he's just still not, he's still not good to go. So, they haven't said if there's any progress being made, but it says here that. Daniel Jones will not be playing this week against the Dallas Cowboys because of the neck injury. So therefore, I it I would say that either Mike Lennon's going to play, or I wouldn't be surprised if Jake Fromm actually took you know took over. You know, recently the, the Giants acquired Jake Fromm from the Buffalo Bills practice squad, I believe, and I figured if you're not going to use him, what then what's the point? You know, because as my boy Ricky Winkowicz of Arch Rivals and Pain Train Pipe on Production kindly reminds us every show that. The last time Mike Lennon won a game was back in 2017, four years ago. I believe at the time he was a member of the Chicago Bears. Either way, it was four years ago. So, so therefore, now going back to the Cowboys defense as I kind of got swept away. So now the fact is that the Giants defense don't have to worry about Daniel Jones, but still they should not underestimate Mike Lennon or Jake Fromm. Cowboys defense needs to take their adversary very seriously. The Cowboys defense needs to do what it did last week. Sack the quarterback, force turnovers. Okay, But the problem last week was is that the, the Cowboys defense did its damn job. As a matter of fact, I still say if it wasn't for the Cowboys defense last week, the Cowboys would not have won the game. I guarantee you if the Cowboys had not had that strip sack fumble that would have, that sealed the deal for the Cowboys... The Giants would have scored and tied the game and, and go on and win in overtime. Excuse me, I mean the Washington football team would have gone to win the game in overtime. I guarantee you that. Because the, because the Washington football team was resilient. That Washington defense was focused the entire time. Did not let up at any point in the game. That's why I give them a tremendous amount of credit. And God damn it, they deserve it. So anyway. Uh... They haven't announced exactly who's going to be starting for the Giants. You know, uh, I should mention also the the Cowboy in the Giants uh, case. Uh, Leonard Williams uh, is still out. You know, with an injury, he suffered an injury against the LA Chargers, and and there there has not been anything uh, anything reported. Leonard, I mean, I'm, I'm seeing this one. So I'm, I'm going to see if there's any any news of that. He, although it says here, uh, one of the sources says that he's listed as limited. Uh, I actually, I actually have a uh, Giants report of injury for today, and the Cowboys as well. It's the injury report that was actually 
today, Saquon Barkley did not participate on Wednesday and was limited on today on Thursday. Daniel Jones has actually been a limited participant this week, at least for the last few days. Leonard Williams has actually been uh, on a, has been limited practice this week, so he says the injury is a triceps injury. You know, Tony Pollard for the Cowboys was limited today. Tyron Smith was actually out for this game, and we should get to that. Uh, we'll get to that uh, soon. Uh, out for this game, and very likely to be out for the season, honestly. So, but uh, I don't know about as far as Leonard Williams go. Uh, three days ago, it said that it could be a season ender, but uh, I think they would have announced that already. So I don't think that Leonard Williams is actually going to be out for the, is actually going to miss this game. I mean, this game could certainly this the injury could probably slow him down, uh, but. Uh, but this source right here, you know, reminds us that he's limited. So I guess it's safe to say that Leonard Williams is going to play this game, and uh, I don't know. I mean, some think it's an elbow injury, but the other thing is that it was a triceps injury. I mean, yeah. I mean, all these sources says he, he a few days ago, three to two to three days ago, said that he would. Uh, be out for a significant time. Although NBC Pro Football Talk now has a uh, issued a report two days ago, saying, "quote Tests on Leonard Williams' elbow better than expected." Unquote. Well, like I said, uh, I, I, I guess at this point, you know, it's safe to say Leonard Williams is, is very likely to play. But at this point, you know, if it's an elbow injury or triceps injury, it would be better for him not to play because chances are he he could aggravate the injury and. If that happens, then, you know, the injury could, you know, force him to miss long, you know, more time. And, you know, it's, it could affect him moving forward. But, you know, but other than that, I mean, like I said, the, the Giants, you know, they have nothing to play for. They have nothing to lose. So I, I guess that's why they're going to go ahead and play him, I guess. I mean, it's I guess they're playing for pride. I want to say that. But anyway, I got that on that. So... Cowboys defense should be fine, although uh, from what I'm told, uh, Tony, the re the receiver for the Giants, is out for this game because he te he's on the uh, COVID nineteen restricted list. As far as the other guys, um, I'm looking, you know, Saquon Barkley could play. You know, you gotta watch out for Barkley as well, even though he's you know hurt and hasn't really done much. You know, Devontae Booker, gotta watch out for those guys. So our, our rushing defense better be ready on offense. You know, Kyle Rudolph is. Definitely got to watch out for, and as well as Sterling Shepard and Kenny Galladay. So, and of course Evan Ingram as well. Even though everybody would tell me that those are really no no names to worry about, our defense should be fine. But that's why I say, you know, one one of the keys to victory for this for this one is that the Cowboys defense needs to sack and force turnovers. But but we'll get to all the keys to victory in a little bit. So. So, mentioning about Leonard Williams, the defensive tackle for the Giants, you know, the Cowboys' offensive line is already banged up. From what I understand is that Connor Williams is actually going to be playing more uh, because, you know, Connor McGovern is being benched in favor of Williams. And when we speak of Connor Williams, we know that the big problem with him is his uh, bad habit of uh, committing holding penalties. So, that's definitely something to worry about. And hopefully the we won't see too many of that. But uh, I, am, I am pretty scared. I am pretty worried about it. So, anyway. But as far as uh, Dak Prescott goes, um, doesn't seem to be suffering any injuries. Although, you know, a source did meant, a source did actually uh, there was a source that was released that said Dak Prescott is in a slump, but it's not because of the injury uh, of the injury that he supposedly suffered against the Vikings. I don't think Dak is suffering any ill effects, but you know, 
Dak Prescott's in a slump, so you know, and that and it, it all speaks for itself. So, and I've and I already explained why several times. And once again, it's you know overthrowing and underthrowing, and then and then sometimes when the receivers don't run the routes correctly and they don't catch the ball, I mean that that's miscommunication. And then when Kellen Moore decides to be clueless and call the incorrect plays and just continue to do it, then you know that's a big problem as well. So. That's why overall it's the offense being inconsistent, and it ranges from the quarterback to the receivers to the offensive coordinator, and overall it's also a serious miscommunication, which means that they're not on the same page, and that leads to a horrible disaster. Alright, ladies and gentlemen, please allow me to take a quick break. Please don't go anywhere. Cowboys Talk will be right back. And ladies and gentlemen, Cowboys Talk is back. I am the Bear of Texas, and I am previewing this week's game between the Dallas Cowboys and the New York Giants. So now it is time to go over the keys to victory. You know what? Key to victory number one is is defense. Defense, defense, defense. The defense was very good against Washington. The defense was respectable against the Saints. I think the Giants are going to continue to tear it up the rest of the season, and hopefully that motivation and concentration and all that impact will help them going into the playoffs, although the, the defense can't carry the Cowboys in the playoffs. The Cowboys' defense needs to sack Mike Glennon or Jake Fromm, whoever's starting for the New York Giants. They need to sack him. They need to force turnovers, and they have to play defense, defense, defense. Okay, Dominate on defense. Don't let the Giants run down the uh, drive down the field. Don't let the Giants score any points. Don't let the Giants own you. Own them. All right? Victory number one. Key to victory number two. Offense needs to get it together now. Dak Prescott needs to get the hell out of this slump. He needs to snap out of it. But that doesn't just go for Dak Prescott. That goes for the wide receivers as well. And that specifically also goes to Kellen Moore. Call the right plays. No conservative play calling. It does not work. It just does not work. If the and therefore you know, the running game has to snap out of it. You know, speaking of snapping out of it, the running game needs to come back to life. It has been dead for too many for too long now. How much longer how much longer can the Cowboys get through with no running game? I mean if they get through the regular season with no running game, they sure as hell won't get through with get through it in the playoffs. No, sir. If the Cowboys' running game is not there in the playoffs, the Cowboys are doomed. Because then Dak Prescott is put in a position to where he has to throw the ball 50 times, and there's a chance because the offensive line is average at best, he could get sacked six times. He could throw interceptions. He could fumble the ball. Because we all know Dak Prescott has an unhealthy habit of holding onto the ball too long, not being able to complete the passes, especially at crucial times, underthrowing, overthrowing, miss the miscommunication with his receivers. Like I said, when the offense is not on the same page, when somebody's not doing their job at the crucial times, it leads to disaster. So overall, number two, offense needs to get it together. Snap out of it. That goes to for Dak Prescott. That goes for the wide receivers. That goes to the offensive line. That goes for Ezekiel Elliott and all the other running backs who are gonna get who are gonna touch the ball. And that also goes to Kellen Moore. Kellen Moore, get it right, bro. Get it right, dude. Please, 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 please. No more conservative style play calling. Please, Kellen. You have a loaded offense. You should be able to figure things out. Come on, dude. I mean. I've 
I'll be honest, I was never a fan of Kellen Moore calling the plays, even though from even, even though there was a time where the offense was doing great under the play calling. But still, I still stick to my words when I said that Kellen Moore was given that duty too early. But you know what? It doesn't matter what I think. All I want is just for if 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 Kellen Moore can snap out of it and then start calling plays right and keep going, then maybe maybe just maybe he'll make he'll, he'll, I'll change my mind. But for right now, he's that that, that it's far from that. Kellen Moore's gonna have to prove a lot to to turn me into a believer. Same thing goes for Dak Prescott. But Dak Prescott was getting there. But the last few weeks, things have just gone bad. He's forcing me to revert to being a doubter, and I don't like being that. And that goes for everybody. That even goes for Kelmore. I don't like having to doubt people, but when they don't do their job, and I'm not convinced, and we're not getting the results we're looking for, I mean, I'm put in a, I'm put in a position where I gotta tell the truth in the, in the harshest ways. And believe me, I don't want to. I don't want to be in that position. When you force me to it, you know my hands are tied. What do you expect? So that's number two. Number three, the team effort has to be put. Therefore, that means defense does its job, offense does its job, but also the coaching staff does its job. And that goes for Mike McCarthy. And Mike McCarthy, I have to admit, did actually coach a good game against the Washington football team. I don't remember seeing any mismanagement of the clock. I don't remember any misusing of timeouts. I think Mike McCarthy coached a very good game against the Washington football team as he came back from being from being on the COVID list. So, Kitty Victor number three, everybody must know their role, shut their mouths, do their job to the best of their abilities. That, ladies and gentlemen, is teamwork. You win as a team. Trust one another, be on the same page, know your roles, and shut your mouths. All right? It is really not that difficult to understand. So once again, defense needs to sack the quarterback and dominate. The offense needs to come to life and put up the very good results. That goes for the passing game, and that goes for the running game, and again, the play calling needs to be accurate. It needs to make sense. It needs to be right. So once again, Kellen Moore, please, for the love of God, get it right. Please. And number three, Everybody does their job, win as a team, because that is who the Dallas Cowboys should be, a team that wins as a team. Neither side should be put in a position to where they have to carry the entire team to the win. The defense for the last two weeks carrying the Cowboys to a win, that should not be, that, 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 that should not be the situation the Cowboys are in. Defense does its job, forces the turnover, forces a stop. Offense should do their should do their part, drive down the field, score a touchdown, and then defense does the same thing. Play defense, force a stop, get on get the ball back, drive down the field, score, and then repeat. Defense does its job. Offense gets the ball back, drive down the field, score, boom. The process has to go like that. That's the way the Cowboys can get things done. Alright. So now we're with the keys to victory. Now I'm going to talk about which players for the Cowboys can certainly be a huge factor for this game. On defense, I believe that Mike, Micah Parsons, obviously he always comes to mind. You know, Mike, uh, excuse me, Micah Parsons have just breaking records. You know, he's already broken, you know, several, the rookie records. I mean, this dude's just breaking record every week. And quite frankly, I can't wait to see what kind of, what, which record he breaks this week. So I think Micah Parsons is definitely going to be a factor in this game. As far as the secondary goes, I hope that Trayvon Diggs can have an interception or two. I would love to see Randy Gregory also have a, a tremendous game. And speaking of Randy Gregory, 
The Cowboys better be getting ready to, to sign him to a term. We cannot afford to lose this guy to free agency. And I'll be honest, I swear to God, you know, this is probably fake news. And of course, my show, this this show is not fake news. But there was a source that was released that said that that the Cowboys might have to release Demarcus Lawrence because of salary cap issues. I mean, that came in mind, and I, and I would have said this. If we have to release Demarcus Lawrence in order to keep Randy Gregory, you know what? I would say then, you know what? Then we should, then that, if that's what we have to do, then fine. But I don't know the current situation as far as the Cowboys' salary cap goes. Again, that source was not from ESPN. It was not from Fox. It was not from any major sports outlet. It was from a, from a website I've never even heard of. Therefore, it's probably fake news. But I would not be surprised if the Cowboys already had salary cap issues because that's been the case for God knows how long. But uh, but, I, but as far as the Marcus Lawrence goes, um, you know, him being paid all that money for, for so many years, you know, especially last year, we did not get the results we're looking for. He only had six sacks last year. He's been hurt most of this year. I mean, ever since Marcus Lawrence got paid... The, the results truly have not been what we were looking for. I mean, he had probably, I mean, in 2017, I believe he had the most sacks, but that was four years ago. I mean, overall, DeMarcus Lawrence, it's uh, it's not been the best experience. So, but I don't know anything about that, but Randy Gregory, I think it also be a huge factor in this game as well. And the Cowboys, the Cowboys better have plans to re-sign that guy because losing him to free agency, that is not going to be good at all. That is going to bite us right in the ass. I can tell you that right now. So anyway, so the three guys on defense who I think could be a huge factor in this game is Randy Gregory, Micah Parsons, and Trayvon Diggs. So now we get to the offense. The main guys on offense who could be the factors in this game, I think CeeDee Lamb is one of them. CeeDee Lamb is basically, he broke a record, I think, for having the most catches or most receiving yards, I believe, you know, within the first two years. I don't know exactly how it goes, but everybody who knows the news from that record he broke uh, knows exactly what I'm talking about. So I think CeeDee Lamb is one of them. Number two, well, ugh, number two is difficult. If Dak Prescott can snap out of it and have a good game, then perhaps he could be one of them. Now, if he were to snap out of it and have a tremendous game, throw for over 400 yards, have like four or five touchdowns, I'm not going to take anything from that. I mean, even though technically, like, okay, it was against the Giants. He had a good game against the Giants. I'm like, you know what? If, D if Dak Prescott had that, I would still actually give him a lot of credit because, you know what? Because, you know, lately, I mean, even against the bat even against average defenses, Dak Prescott has not, lo not looked too good. He had that great game against the Las Vegas Raiders. De definitely had that. Can't, can't take that away from him. But the, the, the problem is, if, if the... If Prescott really has a great game in this one. I mean, this is something that's painful to mention, but but it, it's the truth. But if Prescott like has a five touchdown pass, five touchdowns in this game, throws for four hundred fifty yards, has you know a great game, then unfortunately it kind of justifies the fact that he's known for doing this against bad teams. So, but I would say, look, if Prescott snaps out of it and then has another great game again next week against a Washington de football team defense. If he has a great game against the Arizona Cardinals and then finishes out the season strong and then has that momentum going to the playoffs, then things can definitely change. But as far as Dak Prescott goes, if he's going to snap out of it, he has to do it now. He has to do it now. It's December. It's Things are getting more crucial. We're under tremendous pressure. And that pressure, ladies and gentlemen, it is 
intensifying, especially because we go next week, round two against the Washington football team. And like I said, the Washington football team will have several players back. And this time it's going to be at home. All right? We already embarrassed them once in, in, in their nation's capital. Now they're going to want to return the favor. Cowboys cannot afford to lose to Washington. They have to sweep them. All right? So I think Dak Prescott can be factor number two. Offensive factor number three. Hmm. You know, I spoke about snapping out of it. What if Ezekiel Elliott can finally snap out of it? Right now, I don't know how... I mean, everybody's... He, he's insisting that he's fine. He's wearing a knee brace. He's been a full participant at practice lately. There have been no reports that he's been suffering any ill effects. But the problem is, if the offensive line is not creating any any open spaces for him, and if there's no running room for him provided to him, then Zeke Elliott can only do so much. So, but... If the offensive line can also snap out of it and then start doing their job and, you know, create some running room and keep doing it, and Zeke Elliott can, you know, have big runs, you know, have a couple of, you know, five-yard-plus five runs, you know, have a couple of 20-yard uh, runs, you know, have these long runs and keep doing it, that'll make the that'll make jobs a little bit easier and the Cowboys can, you know, run down the clock and finish the game effectively and Cowboys, you know, run out the clock, you know, wear out the Giants' uh, defense and just keep doing it, so... But, uh, I don't know, and, but speaking of the running game, I'm not sure if Tony Pollard's status for this game is, uh, unclear. I mean, Tony Pollard could certainly be the factor number three, but Tony Pollard has been on a, has been practicing limited, limited, on a limited basis. I think that was the same thing last week, but then he was ultimately ruled out, so. I really don't, I don't believe that Pollard's gonna play at all. I think it's safe to say he's gonna miss the rest of the season. If if he has to in order for the Cowboys to have him in the playoffs, then fine, so be it. But you know, provided that Zeke Elliott snaps out of it, provided the offensive line can finally snap out of it as well. You know, I guess, I guess overall, uh, the off if the offense could finally snap out of it, Prescott can have a good game. The running game could be good again. Then, then yeah, I mean everything I said could be right. You no, know, Prescott could be a factor as well, and so can Ezekiel Elliott. But again, ladies and gentlemen, I sh I emphasize. Might if they snap out of it, so I didn't think it happened. But I tell you this: the Cowboys have to win. They have to win big time, and I think they will win. I think my final score is I have to go the Cowboys twenty-eight, the Giants seventeen. I say that because I don't know if the offense is gonna is is gonna finally get it together. I can only pray that they do, but. With how the offense struggled, especially Dak Prescott's been struggling lately. He's, like I said, he's in a damn slump. There's no point of denying it. He's in a freaking slump. It's hard to live with the fact that he's in a slump because he's being paid that all that money. Okay? It, it is what it is. The truth hurts. Prescott has just not been himself lately. He's been in a slump, and he has to get out of it, and he has to do it this week. So, if he does, then the, game, the results can be better. But as how things stand right now. I think the Cowboys win 28-17. Ladies and gentlemen, Cowboys Talk is available to you on all streaming platforms, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, and YouTube. Thank you all very, very much for joining me this evening, and I will see you all next time.